You are now in the loop with Single in the Loop. And we are officially back. Another episode of Single in the Loop, quarantine style. Uh, episode 92. 92. 92 of Single in the Loop. Nina. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we here. I'm here. Lark here. We still in this thing. Thugging it out. You know what? I feel like at this point we barely here. Like Especially I, I'm barely here. I'm here. I'm definitely here. Right. You know, sipping on my alcohol, but it's, it's just, it's fine. Right. What's going so on? We're back. Another week. Another week of quarantine. I done lost count of what week or day of quarantine a long time ago. Long, long but, time ago. March style. <laughs> but, you know, as y'all know, Texas or Houston, at least, is open. I think we're open fully now. Except for the, some gyms might still be closed. But I think we're fully, like, open. Legally. Uh, I, I guess, okay, so legally, we are, I want to say about 80% open because there are still some gyms and bars that are not open. But right. then they also and, said that bars with restaurants are open. I don't think they really qualify, but whatever. Um, they're open. There's, there's some there's some restaurants and shops that are remaining closed just because they're not comfortable. So right. I think that's really good. And I saw a lot of that around the Galleria. Like there's a lot of businesses that still aren't open. And that's a good thing to see because we I don't think it's time yet. Yeah. So that was the thing um, with the governor of Texas. He was basically saying, and I think any – other state that that are reopening is basically saying you don't have to open like it's not a requirement for you to open we're just saying you can't open if you want to open so i agree with you like people that are not open should stay closed because i don't think we're out the woods yet with this situation and i mean the orange man already lying about how stuff is going you know down and they basically was like oh everything that he said was not true so yeah, just be careful out there in them streets, you know. How was your week? My week was good. Um, stayed indoors. Still in my routine. Working out. Trying to set a schedule. A lot of people are saying, like, their sleeping patterns are off and stuff or whatever. I think it does really well when you try to set schedule Mm -hmm. just so you can just like not go stir crazy and you can just stay on a certain like regimen of things so and I don't wake up super early either because I don't have to right but you know just trying to keep the schedule stay healthy only go out when I have to um I went out Saturday during the day um had to get a little fresh air a little fresh herb okay okay um <laughs> you went to the garden <laughs> you went to the garden <laughs> I went to the garden okay I was at the garden and the garden smelled really nice very nice okay I was masked you know I had a mask on okay I had, had the essentials had the germex 
okay, had had the disinfectant wipes, I was ready. But um, I went to a park and it wasn't a lot of people there and everyone was like spaced out. It's a really big park. So everyone was like spaced out and it was good. And I was there maybe about two hours. Okay. And then um, that was about it. You know, a little fresh air, you know. What was so bad is that the park had yellow tape on, like, the jungle gym and stuff. So yeah. I guess kids couldn't get on there. You know, the yellow tape was ripped up. Ghetto-ass kids. I cannot. <laughs> like, you, where are the parents, though? That's what I'm saying. Like, where are the parents? The yellow, yeah, it was, like, caution tape everywhere on it. And it's just all hanging on the ground, hanging from the where it was. I'm like, they just don't care. They don't okay? care. And then when they get the damn virus, so oh, my child ain't never did that to nobody. <laughs> it was people. It was people out there. Like I saw a family. Like they had some food and they were just eating, you mm-hmm. know, outside. And then I seen another family. Like they had had their music playing loud. Like it was like a family reunion or whatever. But it wasn't a lot of people though, you know. But okay. it was nice. Just to get out, um, Saturday, it wasn't a super sunny day. It wasn't really hot. It was low humidity. Okay. So it was actually a nice day just to be out and stuff. We've been having some pretty good weather. Yeah. But when I got home, stripped off everything before I came in the house, put it in the washer, and that's all she wrote. I'm still paranoid about that kind of stuff. No, I mean, you should be. You if you're be. around other people or just in open air for extended amount of time, like, and I also wash, I have cloth masks and stuff, mm-hmm. so I wash that too anytime that I've been out just to wash or whatever, whatever, and so forth. So just trying to stay, stay, um, what's the word? Proactive. Clean. Yeah, clean and proactive. <laughs> nothing wrong with that I think I was having some issues uh I want to say Friday I went out my house what did I go out my house for I know I went to Starbucks so I'm trying to remember where else I went but wherever I went oh I went to to the bank I went to the bank Mm -hmm. and I went to Starbucks and I think that was it but pretty much I stayed in in the car like I didn't get out the car but I did have my face Mm -hmm. mask with me but I took my face mask off when I get in the car and People were, like, messaging me, like, oh, where's your face mask? And you should have a face mask. And I'm like, okay, so obviously y'all don't really know me. Like, y'all should know me because y'all already know I've been super careful. I've been staying in the house. Y'all already know all the medical issues that live within my house. So why would I be outside with a face mask? Like, (laughs) I have a face mask. It's just in the passenger seat because I'm in the car. And then I think one person I responded to, like, I have it. It's in my passenger seat. It's like, oh, are you supposed to have it on? It's like, well, I'm in my car. I feel like face masks are like, if you're in your car or if you're in your house, like, you don't necessarily have to have a face mask on. But when you go out in public, you go into public places, you go outside, outside. Like, if I had my windows down or some shit like that, I would have my face mask on. But that's not the case. Like, I'm enclosed in my own fucking car by myself and I do not have a face mask on. Like, I think that's totally fine. All of a sudden, everybody is the mask police. Police, yeah. And it's like, listen, 
I'm being really careful, but you have to also remember that some people, like, I'm claustrophobic. Like, I can't, like, I already feel, like, I have anxiety, and I'm claustrophobic. Right. Like, what the fuck do you want from me, okay? Me going out. But when what? I be having on that mask, I be feeling like. You can't breathe. I'm, well, I also feel like I'm breathing hard like that character from Star Wars, Okay. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta breathe, you know, I gotta put it, like, when I have it on, I feel like that's all I hear is myself breathing, breathe. like, damn, if I die, <laughs> am I getting short of breath, okay, because that is one of the symptoms right. with COVID, okay, right. having on that damn mask, thinking that I'm losing breath and shit, thinking that I'm positive for the virus. Right, and on top of that, paranoid, like, come on, y'all, y'all, come on, come on, <laughs> come the fuck on, man. Like, I just told people, like, listen, I'm a fucking claustrophobic. And they were like, well, how do you know? I know I'm fucking claustrophobic. Like, I've been knowing I'm claustrophobic since I was a fucking kid. I ain't, like, going down them slides with the little thing on the top, like the enclosed tube slides. I don't like shit like that. That shit freaks me out. <laughs> like, I don't, even as an adult, I do not like small space. Like, I don't like shit like that. So having that on me, on top of my anxiety, on top of paranoia, like, it's just not happening, okay? When I go outside, right. I'll deal with it. When I'm in my fucking car, I'm going to take the bitch off. I'm taking it off. That's just that. Like, I, I'm sorry. I ordered some new masks, actually. Um, they should be coming in the mail soon. Just more to kind of go with my outfits and stuff <laughs> at this point. At this point, I think the mask is going to be an accessory for, like, the next year or so. Which is really hard for me because... They were talking about that. Um, this was probably like last month when I was talking to one of our store managers. She was like, yeah, they're going to require y'all to have a mask. I'm like, I don't, I cannot see myself being at work with a mask on. Like, I just, I y'all pray for me. Pray for me because I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. Like, I'm going to have to file for disability because right. I, I just can't. That's just, one, you already have to deal with, customers clients people that are already hard-headed they probably they do trigger my anxiety on a regular basis especially when you have those people coming in it's like real scattered with their shit mm -hmm. that already like freaks me out so on top of that you want me to deal with crazy lou over here and have something that's covering my mouth and my nose at the same time like i don't think right. i'm gonna be able to do it so y'all i'm just gonna stay in the house i would prefer to just stay in the house pay me to do like video content or something where i could be in my fucking house and that's it, because I don't want to go outside right. dealing with the craziness. So we'll see. But I did buy some more masks. Um, I ordered a few from Fashion Nova. Mm -hmm. I mean, at this point. <laughs> at, at this, this point, point, you got to get creative. Yeah. You ain't like, at this point, I think we're done trying, like, we're done looking, you know, we're done trying, you know, looking raggedy, basically. We're done. We want, now we want to be cute and fashionable with this new normal no i'm basically. still about to be looking raggedy right now i just don't care to put on I, a lot I of clothes forever. Mm -mm. the thing but. is i just don't because i'm not going anywhere i'm rotating outfits like i have a certain amount of outfits that i'm like okay this is comfortable around the house and a lot of them mm -hmm. are jumpsuits like very baggy jumpsuits yeah. or really flowy sundresses because the bitch ain't going no motherfucking where let everything out let everything Look, breathe sundress season is not canceled it's not okay? canceled we wearing them hoes in the house <laughs> okay right 
I'm going to still wear my sundress with my ass, my ass cheeks flapping. Yeah, yes. no drawers. Listen, mind your business. It is still sundress season. So we'll see. I'll post pictures when I um actually get them in so we kind of see what they all look like together. I need to order just a plain black one because I feel like that should have been the first one on the list, but I didn't. You know, who wants a plain black one for what? I'll a get a sequence. Uh, mask? Yeah. I have like, I have like, I have a few of those because the black ones go with anything. Yeah, I'm thinking more of like a sequence black one though. That'd be cute. And probably a little too much, but cute, cute. Black leather glove, no sequence. Listen, hey. ain't nobody wearing no leather no time fucking soon. It's too hot in Texas. It's too oh, fucking man. hot. Um, other than that, what else did I do? So I did that. Um, just pretty much staying in the house. I've been, since the city has been open, the state has been open back up. I've been doing my curbside pickup because bitch ain't going in no store. Um, like I'm really serious about this. Like I'd rather just stay in my car. How has the curbside pickup been for the grocery store, you mean? Yeah. Um, so how did that go? It's been going pretty well. I think the only issue I had is that I didn't pay attention to one of the sizes of something that I wanted, and they gave me, like, the smallest size. And I'm like, damn, I really wanted that bigger size, but it's fine. You know, next time I'll pay more attention. But other than that, like, um, oh, and the other issue I had the last time I went was, so you're supposed to, once you get outside, you're supposed to text the number, whatever spot you're in. Because they already have your number programmed, like, under your name, your order, and all that, whatever, like, your phone number. So, Mm -hmm. when you pull up to the spot, you're supposed to text them so they'll know that you're outside to bring your order out. So, when I pulled up to the spot, I text them. I sat there, and I was doing something else or whatever. Another car had pulled up um, after me, and the person came out and brought them their groceries. And another car had pulled up, and the person came out and brought them their groceries. And I'm like, where the fuck is my groceries at, right? So, Mm -hmm. I text the number again. And it was like, you know, thank you, whatever. We'll be out shortly, da 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 whatever. So I sat there, and people were pulling up, people were getting their groceries, and I'm still fucking sitting here. So I'm like, what the fuck is the problem? So then one kid, I guess he had saw my car sitting there for a while, so he came over to the window. He was like, did you need help with something? I'm like, yeah, wait waiting on my groceries. <laughs> yeah. Waiting on my groceries. And he was like, oh, uh, we don't have you in the system. What's your name? And I was like, Lark and he but was you like, did the curbside like how everyone else? He meant he didn't have me as far as like I guess that number was registering or something like it wasn't popping up on the screen to notify them that I was outside or something was happening. Okay. I don't know, but he was like, okay, I have you here. I'll bring your groceries out shortly. So at this point, I was like really annoyed, but at the same time, it is technology. You know, things happen. It ain't uh-huh. his fault. You know what I'm saying? This kid's like in high school, so I'm not going to give him the fucking blues about they shit not working. Right. You know, he brought it out or whatever. He put the groceries in the trunk. And basically, they don't even really talk to you. They'll stand on the opposite side. So, like, the passenger side, you run on the window, uh-huh. and it was like, okay, if you have, like, a substitution for something, like, they didn't have a brand or whatever, they'll switch it out for you. And they'll say, uh-huh. oh, well, I got this instead, whatever. You roll your window back up, you pop your trunk, they put the shit in, they close your trunk, you drive the fuck off. Like, <laughs> That's it. So That's it. I'm totally here for that. Uh, so when he came up to you and figured it out, like whatever, so then they had to go find your stuff right then and there. Yeah, he just went, because it's already in. So I shop at H-E-B for you guys are less uh-huh. interested, and I'm pretty sure all of them are pretty much the same. But H-E-B has like a little, like an area curbside in the store where, where it's just, thing. yeah, curbside 
office. So they already have okay. other groceries and stuff in there with your name and whatever. So he just went in there and got it and brought it up. Okay. Yeah. So that was cool. Totally here for that. So um, would you do it again? Yeah. Listen, since the city back open, that's what I'm going to be doing. The other thing that I would add to that is if I really just didn't feel like going to the store, just have them deliver it, which is also an option. Yeah. So, and I would probably suggest if you need to go to the grocery store, or you want groceries and you want to do curbside pickup or you want them to, to deliver, I would order the groceries a day in advance. That way you can get them like earlier in the day. Cause I've been doing mine like the same day and it's like more later pickup. So it's like six o'clock pickup or nine o'clock pickup or something like that. But mm -hmm. if you do it like the day before, you could probably get like an early morning, you know, yeah, like situation. Morning, yeah. 12, one o'clock, whatever. But yeah, it's been working pretty well. So okay. I'm not mad at it. And just kind of staying in the house. What else have I been doing? Oh, I've been working on my um, product. Just kind of taking like some online classes, trying to figure out uh, like measurements, percent, like writing an actual formula for the product, which is mm -hmm. very interesting because I didn't know you had to do all this to mix some shit together, <laughs> you know. Right. But actually coming up with a formula is pretty cool. And I think it's really cool that I'm like teaching myself basically how mm -hmm. to do it so yeah that's where i'm at in life okay yeah oh happy mother's day you guys too oh yes happy mother's day for mothers mothers to be expecting feeling mothers step in mothers yeah like anything at this point the mother fathers father mothers right all of y'all. Exactly. Anybody that plays that role. Right. Mother's Day was nice. You know, I feel like I saw a lot of good posts and love out there. Mm -hmm. Um, We got to talk about future. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> yes. We have to address future. <sighs> okay. Go ahead. Okay. Y'all so know how I feel about this nigga. Y'all already know. I know. I know, but we got to talk about it. So Future tweeted individual tweets um, acknowledging all his um, mother of his children. Um, he just found out today that um, the woman he'd been fighting with for almost a year, mm -hmm. um, the DNA test came back that he is the Faja. Okay. Um, this is his eighth child, mm -hmm. I believe. Um, he had been back and forth with her for a while. I think he had even refused to take a DNA test. That's why it took so long. But it came back that he is the father. So people are like, oh, well, you need to send a tweet to her, a belated one, you know, <laughs> and, and stuff. And um, so, yeah, um, he has a lot of children. Wait, did um, he send one to Sierra, too? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sierra was probably one of the first ones that he did a tweet to. Oh, interesting. But he didn't tag her. I don't think he tagged any of his baby's mom. Like, in the tweet, he just wrote it. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, he didn't tag them. Mm -hmm. He just wrote it, like, as it was his own tweet or whatever. Did he do them in order? Did he do them from oldest to youngest? <laughs> I don't think he did it in order because I think he did Sierra first. 
And I do believe that Future has like a 16 year old son, so he didn't do it in order. Um, <laughs> this is so petty. Uh, <laughs> but this nigga has a lot of fucking kids. God damn. Can you put on something? Can you get a vasectomy? What can we do? I mean, at Shit. this point, I just think it's just up to the women. Like, y'all keep letting this nigga fuck y'all the way he want to fuck y'all. And, you know, it comes with the territory. He is a modern day version of Ray Charles. Okay. Um, but he has a lot of kids. I do believe that this new one her name is eliza rain mm-hmm. so she's the eighth person and yeah so i mean he can afford these kids you i know think- it's not like he broke with him his issue is more of being able to control the woman and this lady is doing her own thing and she don't give a fuck and i think that's more of his issue that he can't really control the narrative or control what she does like he doesn't have her on a leash like some of his other children's mom you know what i'm saying so right i just think that um i think that if he honestly if he would have just taken the dna test like a year ago like what difference does it make you know i think but like you said i think it's about control like oh you want me to take a DNA test? No, I'm gonna take a DNA test when I feel like it and when I'm ready to. Okay. Yeah. But let's let's remember. Now this has nothing to do with future in this situation, but that's how the game got fucked out of some money. Okay. Because he wanted to be called the shots. Oh, I'm not going to court this day. I'm not doing what you say. And look what happened. Homegirl owns half of your record label owns all the rights to your last album and collects royalties had you had just paid her off four years ago she would have been gone and the money probably would have been spent and she probably would have been broke again by now yeah i feel like he definitely should have paid her off or had like a better legal team because i mean i remember watching that whole show and she was doing the most like she was like she she was pushing up on this niggas. Now, what happened behind the scenes? Uh, you know, I'm not here I to say. That, I think that they did sleep with each other. I do think that happened. But I think that things didn't go that the way she wanted it to. So now that they slept with each other, she was like, oh, I have a case against him now. And I can basically get some money out of him. Yeah. See, at first... She just wanted some money, okay? Now... She want all your money. (laughs) And she got it. She didn't get all of it, but I mean, shoot, she got a good chunk of it. But anyways, back to future. Oh, future. Um, I (laughs) I guess you just gotta add another one. Gotta add another one to your payroll, you know? I mean, and call it a day, sir. It's okay. Shit, at this point, you out here fucking all these women unprotectedly, so ain't no telling what's gonna come back. You know, a baby, a STD, you know? I don't know. Um, Hope Lori Harvey is very smart. I hope that her mama is shoving fucking birth control down her goddamn throat. (laughs) You know what I think, though? I think with who her mom is and who her her dad is Mm -hmm. you know I know Steve Harvey is not her biological father but that's her dad 
I think that she's been taught some things. You know what I mean? I think, and I think it's mostly from her mama. You know, like I think you Marjorie. know she. First of all, she's aware that Future has all these kids. They all was shit. Sierra was too. But didn't right. Stop nothing. But Lori Harvey is younger, and things are a little different now. And I think. It has to do with, like, okay, she has to look at it from a financial type of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. How much money will I gain from having his baby? Not as much money. Not more than money that she already has. You know what I mean? Right. Because it'd be different if it was, like, his first child. Like, he on his fucking eighth child. So, it's like, eh. Right. And most of these women who are having babies by him, what they're getting paid from him, she already got that. Probably more. Yeah. So, it's really not benefiting her at this point to get pregnant by him. So well, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. Happy happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Did you go by your mom's house? I went by my mom's house on Saturday. Okay. And I dropped off gifts and stuff and talked to her from my car. And that was it. I talked to her yesterday, you know, on Mother's Day and stuff. So, yeah, we have to social distance, you know. I mean, I know people are like, oh, but it's family. But I'm like, no, I want to be very cautious about being around my mom because she is older and, and so forth. So, Facts. Um, yesterday, I didn't do much. I started cooking the day before, so I didn't do I didn't do anything for my mom, but like cook. She still has presents in the mail. Shit came yesterday. Shit came today. I think she had like a few other things from her birthday. So listen, we just going to call it a thing. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy Mother's Day. I cooked. Um, I took her over to my grandmother's house yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. We had got her like some stuff and like an edible arrangement because my grandmother loves like fruit and stuff. So we mm-hmm. took her that, and my mom went to the door. I stayed in the car, and I just yelled at her from the car. <laughs> I just yelled okay. at her from the car, you know. Uh, but that was about it. I think my sister and my nieces came over to like eat, and that was it. Like it was a pretty quiet situation. It was a lot happening yesterday, but we'll get into that later. It was a pretty chill day, I think. It was nice seeing posts and stuff on social media, you know, since we can't, like, be around. But it was nice to see, like, pictures and people posting pictures of their mom and their family and, like, old photos of when they were younger with their parent, with their mom and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I so, thought that was nice. I, I mean, I really don't want to talk about this. <laughs> Like, I, I really don't want to talk about this, but I feel like the, this is one of the reasons why we created this podcast is to talk about things that we go through when we're dating and, you know, the obstacles, right. the ups and downs or whatever. I don't want to talk about it, one, because I feel like I'm going to get a lot of opinions that I don't, you know. Let's talk just, about it. We're here already. You know, uh, and some backlash, you know what I'm saying? But at this point, we're going to talk about it because. Sometimes backlash is good. I don't I don't need it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I'm fine. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, so as y'all know, like I've been dating uh this one particular person. And uh-huh. y'all know how I feel about this person. I like this person. 
all that great stuff. You like stuff. him or you? I ain't going to tell that. <laughs> not going to tell that. That's irrelevant, okay? okay. <laughs> nothing to okay. do with nothing. Um, so the issue that I'm having right now is just uh, more of, what, what did I call it? More of a cultural issue uh, between the two of us. Okay. And I'm trying to figure out, like, is it worth it? <laughs> Okay, so what's his culture? If people don't know, what's his culture? Oh, uh, I'm just gonna say he's he's African. Just, okay. Yeah, he's African. Uh, okay. He was born and raised there. Uh, he did move to like some other places over okay. time, but like he was pretty much born and raised in Africa. Okay. Okay. And I feel like that's important to say because I feel like that's where you learn your morals and values from. Is like where you're born and raised that like as yeah. an adult you kind of tweak those morals and values but as a okay. child like that's what's embedded in you you know so that that part okay <laughs> so he's from uh-huh. africa i was born and raised here texas houston to be exact so this is the issues that i'm fucking having okay so the first and i'm gonna start from like i'm gonna start from smaller from the smaller <laughs> things yeah, to something that's just like, okay, oh, whoa, uh-huh. what the fuck do we have going on here, right? So the first uh-huh. thing is, like, very small, minute, yesterday, where we were on the phone. I think I had called him, and um, I was on my way to go drop some food off somewhere else. And we were talking, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to drop some food off for Mother's Day, this, is that, and the other. And I was like, did you call your mom? And he was like, for what? And I was like, because it's Mother's Day. And he was like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. <laughs> this is exactly what he said, right? And I'm okay. like, okay. And then I don't think I said anything. I was just like, okay. He was like rambling about something. And then he was like, mm-hmm. how, many of you, how many of those do y'all have a year? It seemed like every time I turn around, it's Mother's Day or something. I'm like, no, it's only one time a year. And he was like, oh, I feel like it's more than one time a year. And I'm like, no, it's definitely one time a year. I mean, it should be more than one time I a mean, year. I mean, and he did say, he was like, well, Mother's Day is every day. And I'm like, yeah, that's, it's true. That's true. But well, at, least he said, at least he said that. Yeah, that's what I said. I had to make sure I said that. He did say. Mm-hmm. every day is Mother's Day. And I'm like, yeah, but this is just the day that people just really acknowledge. Like, they go above and beyond to show their appreciation right. or whatever for their moms. Whatever. And he was like, yeah, whatever. Fuck that shit. And I'm like, okay. Alright. Mm-hmm. Cool, sir. Whatever. So, to me, I was just like, if I am in a relationship with this person, and we do everything x y and z get married have kids and mother's day comes like is he not going to acknowledge the fact that it's mother's day because he doesn't believe in mother's day you know what i'm saying i don't think i don't think i don't think he doesn't believe in it i just think that if y'all end up together a part of you being like a woman is that you have to basically set the example of how you want to be treated and i feel like you've been doing that so far since y'all been like you know, together, like, talking and stuff. 
but I think it's up to like like and I'm sure the more y'all go through stuff like maybe he will be more sensitive to an actual day and you even know? though the, yeah granted it's just a day like granted got yeah. it it's just a day it's a made up day you could pick any day out of the year the month or whatever to be mother's day got right. it but to me it's just like it's something so little that i'm like do i really want to teach this nigga this shit you know what i'm saying like do i really want to be like okay so this is mother's day this is what you do for mother's day like do i have that type of energy in me to do that and not only mother's day i'm gonna say birthday because he doesn't believe in celebrating his birthday and you know how i get down on my birthday and how i feel about my birthday well you met him around that time anyway so i'm sure he gets that but i think if you how you are about things i'm sure he won't like make the mistake and be like oh whatever like i'm sure he'll remember i just think that he hasn't been with anybody like maybe like you to where it's like no this is this day and this is how we celebrate this or this is how you know i want to i want you to acknowledge these things he's probably never been with somebody that actually just like cared enough to explain stuff to him like that yeah but it's like but that's what i'm saying like do i have the energy to give to this because it's once again, it's so little to me that it's annoying. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like... Yeah, it's like, you should, it's like, you should, like, at least, even though you didn't grow up, like, in this country, like, you should at least, like, know that these things are significant and important to a woman. You know? They exist. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. And then his response is like, oh, I don't give a fuck about that shit. I'm like... But I need you to, I mean, if you don't want to celebrate your birthday, that's fine. I won't let, I won't make you or force you celebrate your birthday. But when it comes to my birthday, trust and believe shit going down. Right. Like you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. You're going right. to acknowledge that it's my birthday. We're going to do stuff. You're going to buy me a present. We're going to do something like it's going to, something's going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Mother's day as well. Father's Day, if you choose not to celebrate Father's Day, then we will not celebrate Father's Day. But things that reflect me and around me, like I want to celebrate those things and I don't want to have to teach. And I guess that's more of my issue maybe because it's like I'm getting older and we already talked about like building niggas or whatever. And like other than that, like I feel like he's very caring, like he's a provider, like he does what he says he's going to do. Like those things are still a plus to me, but it's like the little things. It's like this is... I never thought, and maybe this is just because this is my first time dating somebody with a different culture, that is like, damn, like, you really have to kind of, it's like going to elementary school. Like, I'm teaching, like, a baby on how to do things, and I don't know if I have that type of energy to give. I mean, I feel like you're already giving it so obviously you really care about him i'm not really though because when he said the whole mother's thing, like i didn't even do a back and forth thing i was just like mm, i'm not even because uh, i just i feel like to me it's just gonna start some type of argument so i'm just not right. even gonna do that but, you know, i guess like i guess what you have to learn is how to communicate like even if you are frustrated but don't let it get to a point where you're pissed off and that's very hard for me you gotta do it though. I mean, I mean, but do it. everything can be an argument because you know in the back of your mind that he's not playing. Like he literally doesn't have that part in his soul to like 
go. Hustle. Like, <laughs> I'm saying it's so like some men who are like him, like men that are like providers and they work a lot and they travel and they just think about money and providing that other part, the emotional, sentimental part doesn't really like exist. Very little. But I don't like, think it's fact. that though. I just think he's just that's just not what they did in his culture. And so that's just not, that's just what he doesn't do. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's. teach him be like, look, this is America, buddy. Okay. <laughs> and over here, over here. Between okay? the East Coast and the West don't Coast. don't play about birthdays, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day. Motherfucker, any day. Any day. Like, I, I don't Every know. Every day is my birthday. You hear me? Okay. Yeah, we could take that as a narrative, but on my actual birthday is my birthday, birthday. Okay, so get it right. But even then, like, like I said, this is to me is it's still small stuff, but it also takes energy to like yeah. really have to sit there and explain like this is this and this is this. Like it is literally like teaching a kid, right? But then, like you said, not to argue with him, just kind of ex- be able to explain without getting frustrated or mad. But then the co- it comes into play is like he is very strong willed at that. Like he thinks he knows everything at that. Mm-hmm. So that frustrates me because it's like, no, you're not right. I'm trying to tell you, you know, this is that. And, other, and that just sends me off the deep end because I'm like, listen, fuck it, fuck it all. I mean, and then sometimes you just have to be like, look. If you aren't going to celebrate me, I sure will find somebody who will. True. But then it comes down to, are you willing to sacrifice somebody that has done everything you've asked of them outside of these little holidays? But But you see, you're downplaying it. You're letting him, like... You're letting the way that he thinks about it win. These things are important to you and they're not little. I'm just saying, no, it's important to me, but I'm just saying, like, we've dated other people that didn't even come close to the things that he has done, right? Right. But have did the opposite. So it's basically like switching out one for the other. So it's like either I'm going to have the energy for this to teach him and, you know, be understanding and... I mean, it might be worth it, though, because... One, this is the first time you've had to have energy for this, and he gives you everything else. So why not you just be willing to have patience? Because it gets because this is the thing. Just because, and that's the thing. I feel like as women, we tend to do that. Like we'll be like, oh well, these boxes check off, but he doesn't do these other things. So. Can I deal without it? No, you can't deal without no, it. No, I definitely important. can't. I definitely can't deal without it. Right. So yeah. maybe you're just going to have to step out of your comfort zone and you're going to have to have a little more patience with him. And then, I mean, if your patience run out, you just be like, look here, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. This is what it's going to be. And period. I'm done. <laughs> so... That was that part of the conversation, the very small, you know, things that could possibly be worked out if, you know, we take the time to work them out if both parties agree to figure it out, right? Uh-huh. This is where the major issue comes in, and I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck did I get myself into, right? And I'm laughing because it's, it's not funny, it's just like uncomfortable, right? 
So maybe like a couple of days ago, we were just talking. I don't remember what we were talking about, but we got on the subject of sex. Like I said, I don't remember how we got there. Okay. We're talking I mean, about- sex comes up all the time. Why wouldn't you talk about that? Yeah, but I just don't remember how we got there. You know what I'm saying? Like most of the time you can remember the vehicle that got you where the fuck you at. I don't remember. I was sitting there okay. doing something. And I don't know, whatever. We were talking about sex. And I, I really want to be able to give you, like, word by word of what he said, but I can't, okay? Okay. But the gist of was having sex, and I think I was like, well, we don't have to have sex every day, or we're not going to have sex every day. And then he was like, well, why not? And I was like, because, like, maybe I don't want to have sex every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like sex. Yeah. You know, we, we like sex. But every day is just not, uh, you know, whatever. It just depends. I feel like the older we get, every day is probably not realistic. And some you days, know I mean? you know, a motherfucker just might not feel like it. You know what I'm saying? You might not feel like it, schedules, and yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think I told him, so he was like, well, why not or something? And I was like, because I might not feel like it. And he was like, well, but I mean, if you're married, what do you mean you don't feel like it? And I'm like, married or not, like, if you don't feel like having sex, you don't have sex. Oh, that's <laughs> the African in Oh, wait. Okay. Nina, it gets worse, bro. So <laughs> He was like, well, I mean, if we're married, like, you belong to me. And I'm like, but that doesn't mean, Uh wait. I was like, but that doesn't mean (laughs) that you get to have sex with me whenever you want to have sex with me because we're married. Like, that's that's not what that is. And he was like, well, I mean, basically, like, he didn't understand why not. And I'm like, because that's like rape. Then it goes into, oh, how can a husband rape his wife? And I'm like, my fucking god where am i right now where am i in life that i am having this conversation with a grown-ass man like i just don't understand and yes when he said i'm like this has to be the african in you because y'all think this shit is right and i mean i just think it's their culture like they are the say so like whatever they say goes and the women are supposed to follow and it's okay yeah it's not right but here you know, women, we can be outspoken or taught to be that way by some of our backgrounds and cultures. But to me, that's but, not even really outspoken is that I have a right to my body and nobody can tell me what the fuck I'm supposed to do with my body without right, me saying yes or culture, no. His culture, that is considered being outspoken. Like, how dare you speak? Yeah, <laughs> and that's a problem with me. Like, that's, like, bro, we... I was so like, like, how dare you have an opinion about how you feel? You know, <laughs> how, dare you have a, how dare you tell me what I can do with your body? Like, right. excuse me? Exactly. Excuse, and I'm like, that's not how that works. So he was like, well, how can a husband race with, rape, rape his wife? And I'm like, very easy. Like, if she says not no, <laughs> I'm says, not consenting. It's simple. I'm not consenting to you having sex with me. So yes, it's like, it's just rape. like a stranger can, can rape a stranger. Like the same, same thing. <laughs> this same exact fucking thing. It doesn't matter if it's paperwork behind it or not. It doesn't matter if we live in the same house, sleep in the same bed every day. If I say no, that's what the fuck I mean. Like, what is this? Like, I'm just really confused. And he just kept going like, 
man, that just that just does not make any sense. I'm like, yo, I don't understand if this is just how you were fucking raised, but this shit is not. It that's is not how right. I'm like, it's not right. And if you think you're gonna do that to me, oh baby, you have another thing coming for you. Like, well, I feel like it's you have to treat this like like I understand like he's from another culture, but this rule applies to any and everybody when it comes to dating and women. We set the tone of how we want to be treated. Yes. Whether he's African, whether he's whatever, from Spain, I don't care where. I don't give a He fuck. could be an African-American. But us as women, we call the shots on everything, and we set the tone on how we want to be treated, how we want to be heard. So it's only going to go how you allow it to go so it's like you gotta you know you set it down now like look i'm gonna have a mouthpiece in this thing okay like you're just not gonna do whatever it is to you and that of course that turned into a whole thing like a whole because i'm like i'm trying to be logical and make you or help you understand that here in america like fuck over there fuck fuck over there because you ain't over there no more and we ain't over there but over right. here there's certain things that you just don't do like women have rights they can say yes or no when they want to say yes or no like you cannot control what somebody else does you know especially a woman right. like you can't do that and it just turns to this whole thing and then um it got to the point where I don't know. We were talking about, we were still talking about that. And I was like, well, that's how people go to jail. And he was like, oh, so you would call the police on me? Nigga, if I don't call my brother first, then he can beat your ass, then put your ass in jail. The fuck? You like, might call your brother first. <laughs> I'll call him first. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, wait, yes. Yes, because it's either way, it's wrong. Like, it's wrong. And he was so like, I would ask him this, though. This is what I would ask him. I would be like, so if it's the middle of the night and I'm your wife and you turn over to me and start like, you know, you're trying to get in the mood like you want to have sex. And if I say no, you gonna still do what you want to do right now. You're just going to do it anyway. And sometimes you got to explain it like that. So then you might have to let him really see a scenario. Like, so you're just going to say no and do it anyway while I'm trying to push you off of me or restrain you from being on me you're still gonna do it anyway nina we had this conversation and he was like once i said like about the whole police stuff he was like oh see that's just taking it too far whoa <laughs> oh my god like sir what the fuck I mean, is happening how do these things make you feel about him now i mean that part honestly I just think that's just how he was raised. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, it, it's embedded in him that men are who they are and they trump the women no matter what. So a woman cannot say anything to make you feel any type, any different than how you feel. Right. I mean, and honestly, like being that, you know, we're, we're like adults, you know, like we're in our thirties. Like, do you think that people change? So with that, I don't know. Maybe not change, but do you think he'll become more sensitive to what you're trying? More aware, more Americanized, more. I honestly 
to me, it's just gonna it's gonna be like a like a trial and error thing. Like I don't know because I can say. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the type of person that's going to just roll over and play nice or whatever just for the sake of just being nice. Like, that's not what I'm going to do, especially when it comes to how you treat me and how you treat the people around me, you know? So it's going to take more than one conversation, but that conversation just really opened my eyes to like, damn, I am in something that I wouldn't even expect that I am in in my 30s that I would be in in my 30s you know what I'm saying like I've never dated anybody of a different culture and then I understand that people of different cultures have different values and different morals some of them are the same some of them are not but to me I didn't think that I would be sitting here arguing with a grown-ass man about that you cannot have sex with a woman without her fucking consent if she say yes or no regardless she's married to you or not like to me it just kind of like blew me like bruh what the fuck? And then still kept trying to like prove yeah. his point, I guess. More prove his point, like, no, because you're a woman and I'm a man. <laughs> We're married. Yeah. This is that and the other. And I got to the point I'm like, okay, so basically what you're telling me right now is that you're a potential rapist. Like that's what you're telling me. Not a potential yeah, rapist. Yeah. Cause that's where we at right now. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> that is exactly I just think that like you said, where he's from, you know, women don't really have a lot of say so and how things go in terms when it comes to the men. And that's something that's kind of hard. Like, well, can he see it from my side? Right. It's just so embedded in him that it's not going to change. Right. And that's one, I guess why I saved that part for last. Cause it's like, is this something that can be changed? Like, is it something that you can see the light or have some type of understanding? Like, okay, yeah, well, you know what? She's right. I don't have the right to a woman's body, regardless if I'm married to her or not, you know? But honestly, this is going to be something that time will tell, I guess. And of course, that's not something I'm just going to let go or be swept under the rug. Like, I'm going to be very... uh intentional about having these conversations because it's like okay so what else is about to come out and once we had that conversation it took me back to like maybe like february or like early march i want to say like february because like we would be talking on the phone or something and i'd be like oh no you know like no like he'll ask me to do something or if i want to or even like when we would be out those times we were going out he was like oh you're gonna stay with me i'm like no i'm going home you know like those things I knew he didn't really care for me saying no to him, but now it really registers in my head why he was saying, why he had a problem with me saying no to him because he feels like that a man should be able to tell you, sit down, shut up, roll over, do whatever. And as a woman, you don't have that right to tell me no. And he didn't yeah. say that in the beginning. He didn't say anything like that, but I could tell that he had, like, maybe people make, like, little comments like, oh, well, you're so quick to say no, or you could never, con- nobody could ever convince you not to say no. And I'm like, no, because no means no, and that's the fuck I meant. Like, I said right. what I meant. Basically, he's used to, like, he's used to, it's like, okay, doesn't matter how the woman really feels she has to say yes just because i am who i am and i trump you yeah so that's what's happening a lot of to do. 
<laughs> y'all pray for me, okay? Because that you got is... some homework to do. I got listen. I got a you whole. You might have to take out a pen and pad and write down. You know, make a make a column. I got a pros whole... and cons. Okay, a whole degree, doctorate's degree that I'm about to be working on in just a minute. Like. Right. What the fuck? I just, I don't know. So like I said, this is conversation is not for people to, you know, bash here in my feeling type of way about him or whatever, because he is really a nice guy. It's just really more of the cultural differences. And that's something that I guess everybody would kind of have to deal with if you date somebody of a different, you know, culture, even a different race. Like some different races believe in different things. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever. So we'll see how you know it goes y'all pray for me i'm gonna try to keep my head but it's just like things like that just like blow me like nigga what <laughs> nigga you said right. what the fuck you was a grown-ass man you was a 35 year old man sir i am not doing this with you like i'm i, I just no in a minute i'm just gonna put you on the phone with my daddy and let my daddy talk to you because i just can't i can't do it All right so yeah that's what's been happening with my daddy life that's a lot that's a lot it's a lot to process because, like, damn, where do you go from here? Like, do you have the energy to do this? Can you not only do you have the energy to do this, can you convince this person or be successful in convincing this person to change some of their thinking ways and not just thinking ways, things that have been embedded in him as a child? You know, that's kind of hard. So that's true. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> what you got? I don't know. I ain't <laughs> you know, get stuck. <laughs> like, I don't want to have nothing. I don't want to have nothing like that. Geez. I cannot. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm still trying to live my life, keep mm-hmm. my options open. Um, Y'all know I've been dating someone consistently, but, you know, he still belongs to the streets. So to the um, streets. Yes, he still belongs to the streets. And we've had a conversation. And from that conversation I took it as, okay, you still want to be on the street. I have no problem with that. I could be in the streets too. And that's how I can roll. Okay. But other than that, I mean, I've just been trying just to, you know, keep my options open and still of course talk to him. Nothing's changed, you know. But I have shifted to realize, okay, he's not really where I'm at necessarily uh, mentally, like emotionally. So, yeah, you got to keep those options open because you might you might miss out on something. So, yeah. Keep those peepers peeping, okay? Peep, peep. Hey guys, it's your girls, Lark and Nina of Single and Loop Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and like our Facebook page. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spreaker, and iTunes. And don't forget to leave a five-star review. Right. So, switching gears, I want to talk about insecure. It's a car. Yes, this is my show. This is getting good. I am getting annoyed with it. But I can't just, like, not watch it. Okay. So, Insecure, if you're caught up on the episode, you would know that Issa just had a really good event 
wasn't it a good event? Like, it, was. it was. I was really proud of her. Like, this block party, first of all, you know, they had been, in, you know, talking about it. I didn't think it was going to be that big. Yeah. Like, as big as it was with the stage. And she had all these vendors. She had, like, Spotify there and all these things. And I was like, yes, Issa. It's been a long time coming for her. You yes. know, it's, it's been a long time. Thank you, and Jesus. So I, I feel like she's she's getting to a point of success that she's always wanted. So that's really nice to see that she's thriving. I think she proved something to herself. I don't necessarily right. say that it's like success. It was it was a successful event. And now right. she has proved to herself that she can do these things that she, you know, comes up with in her head without fucking it up. Right. So I think that um she it was organized. It was it was really it was well done. She did have some help. Shout out to Condola. <laughs> Shout out to Condola, but Condola. she was being like I understand why she was the way she was on this past episode. She kind of fell out of contact with Issa because, you know, when Condola was there, Issa was surprised to see her. Mm-hmm. But she hadn't really touched bases with her because Condola kind of backed away from her. Um, being that her and Lawrence are no longer together. So I assume that's what Lawrence was about to tell her Probably. when they were at Tiffany's house with the baby and stuff. Yeah. Um but I kind of knew it was coming. I, I did say to myself last week, I was like, they probably broke up. So we didn't really get into that whole Cadola Lawrence situation um, last week when he went to the Friendsgiving. Uh-huh. Um, I believe that Condola was kind of caught up in a, a catch-22 in that situation where she was mm-hmm. sitting there talking to her friends, they were talking about marriage, and she kind of got carried away, kind of forgetting that Lawrence was there, saying her truth, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I don't want to be married no time soon, keep me away from it, da 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 And then she looked over to him and saw his, re- you know, reaction. She was probably like, ooh, I didn't mean for that to come out like that. Said, I don't think she said anything wrong. I mean, I think she's speaking from her truth. Like, right, but no, it's she's a not difference. Trying to be in a, she's not trying to build something and build a family with Lauren. She's not. But it's a difference from what I say to y'all as my friend than what I would say in right. front of my mate. You know what I'm saying? So I think she kind of got caught up in the whole, I went my friends, da, 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 da. you know, I could talk my shit. I could say what I really, really feel and no matter how blunt, no matter how raw it is and nobody's going to be offended. And Lawrence just so happened to be there at that time. And it kind of caught her like, Ooh, I didn't mean it to come out like that, but I did mean what I say. I don't apologize for what I said, but how it came off and how you found out how I feel about a right. future could have been kind of handled a little bit better. In that situation. She's just, not, she's just not in that space. She had just got a divorce like a year ago. Yeah. Like, she's not in that space. She doesn't have any kids. And I could see her being the type of woman that maybe doesn't desire to have kids. True. You know, sometimes when your marriage doesn't work out and you get a divorce, it's hard for you to see. Well, I think for women, not so much men, but for women, it's hard to see yourself married again and starting all over. Men have a much easier time doing that, probably because they don't go through nine months of pregnancy. But that and the fact that men just need women. <laughs> they live really longer. Just, like, be alone. Men live longer with women. Okay. Alone. But she made a good point. 
when she said, you know, would you still be with Issa had she had not cheated on you? And he couldn't answer the question. Remember, the episode went off. Like, but she knew the answer to that. She already knew the answer huh? to that. She already knew the answer to that. Yeah. And she was always a little intimidated by how cool they still are. But I think Lawrence has something to do with that. Um, with, I don't think he's overstepping his boundary with Issa, but there's a lot of things that he did that he didn't have to do. Right. that I think he should have done. Yeah. Um, if you ask me where, how the episode is, how the season's going, I don't want it to happen, but I do think they're going to hook up at least once. I hope not. I could either see it going two ways. I could see it either, you know, Issa's doing really well. I see Issa either thriving with somebody else, maybe that Houston guy, you know, or mm-hmm. something. And things are going well, but I think Lawrence is going to try to, like, slip in, you know? Listen, I'm totally here for another Lawrence sex scene where he was asking Padola. I am. Baby, let me tell you why. He needs to go. He needs to go. And I'm not saying with Issa. I'm just saying in general. Like, Lawrence fucking anybody the way he was fucking Condola. In general, yes. But it's kind of like, okay, Lawrence and Issa, okay. I just feel like I just want to see Issa with somebody like else. Like, let's see another, let's see her in another relationship with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't seen her in a relationship since season one. Somebody that supports her. Right. Yeah. So that's that. Um, why wasn't Lawrence at the block party? Because he probably thought that Condola was going to be there too. Oh, maybe so. Yeah. I don't think it had any to, anything to do with Issa because if that's the case, he wouldn't even call her outside. Like, oh, like they were, they were having a regular pretty – semi-okay conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't have any beef or anything. I think it was just more, Condola might be there, and if he shows up, he's going to be proving Condola right because he still has feelings for Issa, so he just kind of stayed the fuck out of there. Right. But he don't need to be sending no emojis on her store, on Issa's story. Yeah. No, he definitely does not. I'm like, Lauren, why are you doing this? Like, what the he fuck? He does. Look, Lawrence has came a long way. But he still does some shit that I'm just like, Lawrence. Backsliding ass, nigga. Stop backsliding. Right, Right. backsliding ass. Okay, so we got to talk about the main problem of this season. Okay. Fucking Molly. We're all tired of Molly. Fuck Molly. I don't even fuck with Molly. (laughs) I don't even fuck with Molly. (laughs) She's just. I think Molly is just having a tough time in her life, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Molly is at a at a at a new firm. It's still new to her. She's at a firm where it's predominantly black. It's all black. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think from the firm she was at, she had to compete a lot because she was, you know, the black woman, you know, or mm-hmm. the black person. And now at this new firm, everyone's black. And everyone has a seat at the table. And she's so competitive is that she feels like, oh, well, I need to be the shining star when at her firm, everyone is the shining star. And I think that's hard for her to handle. It's hard for her to handle that, oh, we can all win. She hasn't, she sees it still as a competition. Like, no, I want to be the only one with the trophy. I want to win. But how that firm works, it seems like it's like, no, we work as a team. 
You know, we're, we're all people of color and we all want to win. We all want to sit at the table. So I think that's one thing for her that she's having a hard time dealing with. Mm-hmm. Because if you notice, it was like the episode before this last episode, she just volunteered herself to do something at work that she didn't have to do. And she had plans with a guy that she truly likes and is trying to pursue. And she was just like, no, I can do it. And it's like, let, like, just let people But you don't do have to, job. sis. You don't have to. Right. And so, so I think one thing with her is her job is kind of throwing her off mentally. Um, and stuff with her dad, you know, she dealt with her dad, finding out, you know, he cheated back in the day or whatever, whatever, that kind of messed her up a little bit. But none of that has nothing to do with her personally. I think she has a control issue. And if she can't control the scenario, then she has a problem with it. I think that is Molly's issue. Right. And then I think with her and Issa is that she's not used to Issa being where Issa is right now in her life. They've been friends for so long that she's always supported Issa, but it was on things that were like beneath her, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, she was always like, oh, yeah, girl, you know, I'm a support, you know, doing all this stuff. But it was always things that weren't like on her level, mm-hmm. you know, and even stuff that she talked about, like Issa was talking about stuff that Molly was like, OK, I'm above that. So I can support her. I can, you know, whatever, whatever. Now things are a little different. I mean, this girl was questioning if she was going to go to her block party or not. Right. She was like, who has a block party? Bitch, what? What is your problem? What the fuck is wrong with this bitch? Like, so you don't want to go? Stay your black right. ass at home, sis. Just and it's the day of. It's like what? hours before. She didn't come when. See, this, yo, those type of friends. <laughs> you do not need those type of friends in your motherfucking life. Because I'm pretty sure Issa had a good reason why she didn't come to whatever little gathering dinner she had like sometimes you know everybody can't make it to everything but this is something that she has been planning for for months in advance it wasn't something that was just like oh yesterday i got this promotion let's go out tonight you know what i'm saying like it it wasn't like that type of thing and the fact that you sit here saying like oh i don't know if i want to go because i'm just not feeling her bitch we're not feeling you either okay the feeling is motherfucking (laughs) mutual okay and her man was sitting there like Okay, I know she tripping. So let me just go ahead and just tell her, put this outfit on. Let's go ahead and go. Like, you sound crazy right now. Like, this is your best friend. You being right. a low-key hated. Like, let's just go. Like, let's just come on. G- gather your things and let's go. Type shit. Right. So get into the whole meat and potatoes of the fucking thing. Right. Okay. So okay. last week, Issa lost out on her top performer, her main performer, mm-hmm. headliner or whatever. She mm-hmm. reached out to Molly. Molly, hey, girl, can you do me this favor? Pillow talk, talk to your nigga. See if he can give me a hookup with this artist, okay? Mm-hmm. So I watched last week's episode again because I just wanted to be clear. Like yeah, I just wanted to be really clear on the wording that Molly used when her and Issa had that second conversation and what type of conversation Molly had with, his name is Andrew, right? Yeah. With Andrew. Okay, so Molly told Andrew, um, you are my number one priority. Okay, sometimes 
when people say things like that or get into a relationship like, oh, you're my number one priority, those things always turn out a little bad because a person cannot be your number one priority. You are your number one priority, okay? Right. So this is where we already kind of get things like tangled and weaved, all right? Molly's also, her other issue was she had a problem with Andrew because Andrew called her out on her shit, the shit that she was doing, okay, right. prior to Issa even asking her, okay? So that conversation that her and Andrew had was about fucking Molly. It wasn't about nobody else. It wasn't about her doing, him doing a favor for friends, family, or whatever. It was about Molly, you are doing some things that I don't agree with. You are picking your career over me. You're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing this, and you have a problem when I make other plans. That conversation was about Molly. But what does Molly do? Right. Molly is a motherfucking narcissist, okay? Molly does not take any responsibility for anybody. So right. that conversation her and Andrew had, it went in Molly's head like, okay, well, everybody else. This, this right. applies to everybody else. It doesn't apply to me. No, bitch. It replies to you and you only because that was the conversation that y'all were having. Okay? So, when her and Issa, she called Issa back or Issa called her back and she said, oh, no, I don't want to ruin my relationship. I don't want to ask him because I don't want to ruin my, my relationship or I don't want to complicate things. Mm-hmm. Okay? Fine. Right. That doesn't mean that Issa couldn't go to him and ask her her fucking self because you said you. You said, right. I, Molly, do not want to ask him because I don't want to complicate things or I don't want to ruin my relationship. You. That didn't say Issa couldn't go and ask Andrew. That didn't say that Issa couldn't have a friend go ask Andrew. But you knew that Molly was also, Molly felt that way, but you also knew she was doing it from a sense of jealousy. Like, oh, like, she did it because, yes, she wants to have a, chest, a chance with Andrew, but when but that Issa had originally... But this is the thing. When Issa originally called her while she was at work, she already had that attitude. Like, oh, she always needs a favor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she didn't want to do it because it had to do with something that was going to be really big for Issa. Right. It and had... I feel like she had that in the back of her head. Yeah, for sure. You're right, because... That whole thing had nothing to do with Andrew at all. Not necessarily. No, yeah. I mean, as far as she was looking at it when Issa called her and asked, oh, you want me to do something for you. You always need me to do something for you. It had right. nothing to do with her and Andrew's relationship. She just took it like, well, since we doing, we getting along and we are in a better place, and he already gave me my ass for doing right. wrong things, I'm just going to make it seem like, you know, well – he don't really like me asking him business questions and we don't really want right. to have I that like conversation she used it as an excuse because I feel like he would have done it. He had, this is the thing y'all have to remember when she had that original little small black party, she initiated Andrew to come because she was like, Oh, he can help you. He can help you get acts and this right. is that and the other. So that was the initial reason. So now all of a sudden things have changed. Why have right. things changed? Because you have a fucking problem. Right. A problem from pretty much out of nowhere because you're, I think everything Molly issue is, is like she's making it up in her head. Right. Which is causing Issa to have a problem. It's like, well, bitch, you come for me? Like, what, what's what's happening here? Like, what's, what's the problem? Like, right. why are we beefing right now? Like, I don't know why we beefing, but I know we got beef. And, and Issa. Well, if you remember, ooh, episode, oh, the Thanksgiving episode when they were at the store. Mm-hmm. 
and Molly was talking to Issa about inviting Andrew to her family's house for Thanksgiving. And I was kind of on Issa's side about that because the episode before, like, she was just saying how they aren't exclusive. And then all of a sudden she's like, well, should I invite him? She's like, well, we've been dating for like two months. But I'm like, wait, bitch, like, y'all never say y'all are exclusive. exclusive? So why would you invite him or whatever? And you also been blowing this nigga up. So why you invite him to your parents' house? But okay. Right. But now, the real part of this past episode is we didn't find out until the end that Issa went behind uh, Molly and got the hookup herself. So, and honestly, when I was watching the episode all along, I was thinking in the back of my head, like, how did she get these artists? Because from the last episode, she ain't have nobody. Right. But then she had a little late night call with Houston boy, who is Andrew's roommate, uh, Nathan, I think his name is. I think he's really from Houston, too, like in real life. Um, But she talked to him, but they didn't really go into, they didn't show that they talked about that. Right. So... Issa got Nathan to talk to Andrew, who is his roommate, I guess, about getting an artist or making or, you know, shooting an email or whatever, whatever. Problem. I think if Issa was going to do that, she should have told Molly just as a statement. Like, I'm not telling you to get your permission. I'm telling you because it's what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? Just as a friend. Issa probably... I'm going to reach out to Nathan and he's going to ask Andrew if he can do this, this, that, and the third. I'm not telling you to get your validation. I'm telling you because it's what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think... Just like a heads up. Even on that phone call when she said, well, I don't want to... Okay, well, do you care if I if I asked him myself? Right, you know, she like, should have said, she said, it's, yeah, I would have did that. I would have been like, well, do you care if I ask him myself? Because then that would have shown off rip that Molly just don't want to help you, period. You know what I'm saying? Because right. if she would have said, no, because I don't want you reaching out to him either, but why if your main reason is that you don't want to ask because you don't want to complicate y'all relationship? That's nothing to do right. with my relationship with him. So right. if I asked him myself and he say yay or nay, then okay, cool. But you say, no, I don't want you to ask him either. Then that shows where you're, where you really lie or what you really feel. You just don't want to help period. Like you don't care. Right. At so all. Then, um, I saw a post from our friend silent Bob. What's and it was Silent really Bob? good. Shout out to silent Bob. Um, and it says this, Andrew got to know how to deal with the best friend of the girlfriend. So Andrew is dating Molly, okay? But he helped her best friend, Issa, just to like get y'all understand. It says, always keep your lady up to speed with any favors done for her best friends. Yeah, I know it seems small and insignificant, but there should be no surprises, which is true. This is true. Andrew knew the whole time they were there that he had did this favor. He knew it before leading up to the festival that he had got the hookup with Vince Staples and stuff. This is true. And he probably mentioned it to Molly saying, hey, your friend, 
reached out to me about getting this artist, blah, blah, blah. He should have said something. Honestly, I think he didn't really think it was a big deal because it, it was her best friend. You know what I'm saying? I think in his head, like, he didn't think it was a big deal because it was her best friend. But you should say, hey, this is what's happening, whatever, whatever. Right. But but it is small, and it is small. But the thing is, is that that's something so big. Because you're dating a girl, this is her friend or whatever. He didn't know. And you communicate with my friends without me knowing that you communicate with my friends. Well, Andrew didn't know that Molly denied helping her. He didn't know that because Molly didn't tell him. That's true. That's that's also true. Right. <laughs> so, so but true. I find it really weird that Andrew didn't say anything before the fest, you know, before the block party, being like, hey, you know, Issa reached out to me or whatever, whatever about this. I think maybe because it all happened like overnight type of situation for the way it looked like it from what it looked like, it was like it happened overnight. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, but and you had enough time to say something. Right. But even in that moment where they were having that conversation when she was pulling out her damn clothes out of the closet and stuff, like, girl, come on. I mean, I already got the got her hooked up on, you know, some of the artists. Right. Like that would have been a perfect time to say something. Then they probably really wouldn't have went. But then she would have had to explain that to Andrew why she felt the way that she felt. You know what I'm saying? But I think what Molly is, she doesn't want Andrew to see that side of her. That well, she because just, she didn't even go, she wasn't even mad at him. She went straight to Issa on that one. She didn't even check him. She no. didn't even check him. She didn't even say, why didn't you put me up on game about you helping her? Because he's going to be like, but why? Because it wasn't a big but deal. But he doesn't want her to see that she's being a hater right now towards Issa. There you go. That's what she don't want. She don't want him to see that. Yeah, that's what it is. There you go. Because his first thing, if she would have said, well, why didn't you tell me? He would have been like, well, because I didn't think it was a big deal. It's your friend. Well, she asked me, so why didn't you ask me? So she just don't want to... Sh- he is going to probably not wind up being with her after this whole season no, is over for with. Sure. He's gonna, he's gonna, yeah, their relation, it's gonna deteriorate because I feel like Andrew, he's past all that like petty bullshit. Like, yeah. and, I, and I mean, I know he's not a girl, he's not a woman, so he won't ever understand certain things or get it, but he he's already seeing how Molly is, how she caused that scene. Yeah, she shouldn't have did that either. I was like, first of all, I was like, ooh, I was like, can y'all meet up for coffee or brunch tomorrow and talk about this? Can y'all wait until all these people leave from about here and talk about this? Like, And then to me, that kind of ruined her uh, event as well once everybody started running because it was like, oh, somebody got a gun or whatever. It's like, that could be posted on the news articles, all kinds of stuff. Somebody like, always it was a does shooting. that. No, but somebody always does that. Like, ain't nobody even have, they weren't even fight. They weren't even like fist fighting. And somebody was like, they got a gun. No, but it looks <laughs> bad on Issa. You, know what I'm, you see what I'm saying? It's like this is a black all black event or whatever we're promoting well, at least there was no like news crew there true but i mean twitter <laughs> is real i guess i don't know that, i feel like was, i was really mad at molly that she confronted at east like that because when because when the guy when ben stable his agent or whoever came over and then molly i was like i know this girl is not about to confront her right now and she did and i was just like girl like, how selfish are you? And to be honest, it looks like that Andrew, it looks good on Andrew. It looks good on Issa. 
the guy, what's his name? Ben Staples manager seemed very yeah. grateful because he was like, oh, you know, thanks for the hookup. You know what I'm saying? Like these people are hungry. These people try to make names for themselves and you trying to do other stuff because you feel some type of way. And we don't even know why you feel some type of way, Molly. Really, it just looked like you just don't want this girl to succeed in life. Like that's just really what right. it looked like. It doesn't look like she really did anything to you to make you feel any type of way. You just feel like maybe you're not where you want to be or where you once were in your career and now you're just trying to figure out life and Issa's on the come up and you feel some type of way about the whole kind of reverse thing right. that's happening here. But Andrew didn't seem like he had a problem. The manager seemed very happy to perform. Like, oh yeah, thanks for the hookup. You know what I'm saying? Like, cool. We had a great time. He wants to come and talk to you. Like, these, this event is putting motherfuckers in position. And you sit up here embarrassing your man, embarrassing your best friend. Like, what is your problem? Right. You don't know what that conversation with Andrew going to talk to that artist was going to be about for his career. Right. You could have waited until after everything was over with and had a conversation with Andrew then. Like, hey, you know what? Issa asked me to come to you and ask you about the artist. I didn't really feel comfortable talking to you about the artist because we had just had like a rocky conversation and I told you that I was going to put you as my number one priority. So I just didn't feel comfortable having that conversation with you for a favor for Issa. And then he could have took it from there. You know what? I didn't really see a problem with it. I understand. Maybe I understand why you felt the way that you felt. Maybe. Um, but yeah, it's not a big deal next time. I'll clear with you or I'll have a conversation with you before I do any other favors or do anything for your friends. Period. Point blank. Molly, you sit here showing your motherfucking ass and you being a real hater. And Issa should have punched your ass. Right. I don't know. I'm looking forward to see what happens on the next episode, but they not fucking with each other right now. So who do you? That's the words of Issa. She did say that. I'm not fucking with her either. Like, it's just, Something. I don't think anybody is at this point. Like, she really, like, Molly needs to take a good look in the mirror. Like, really. Some things I feel like can be resolved with a conversation. But you also have to have two people that are willing to come to the table and have a conversation and be able to understand where each other are coming from and not always trying to point the f- finger or play victim to every situation okay right molly is the person who wants to point fingers and play the victim to every situation girl we good we good i don't i don't want to do this so um next episode they are calling each other seeing who's gonna call who to apologize so who do you think should call first to apologize or at least call to have a meeting. Because I don't think if I was Issa, I'd call her to have a meeting. neither one of them is going to call each other. Who do you think should, though? Molly should. I think Molly should. I feel like if me if Issa calls, it wouldn't be calling for a policy. I could see Issa calling before Molly, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. But maybe that's because, because Issa values the friendship more. I do feel more. like Issa knows, like, okay, like, what I did was behind her back you know, and such and such. I can see Issa being the warmer person than Molly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because of how their personalities are. But I think it should be Molly apologizing because one, it was at her event and you made a scene. And this could have waited. And it was and for we're no supposed reason. To be friends. Like, you shouldn't even have done nothing like this. Like, 
this could have waited until the next day or whatever, whatever, but you chose to do it at one of the most important things that's happening in my life right now as an adult. Like, this is an accomplishment, and you ruined it. For no reason. Like, yeah. It's, and it's not like Issa actually talked to Andrew her fucking self, okay? <laughs> she right. got his best friend to talk to him, okay? Molly, sometimes... I just think that Issa should have just said something to Molly as just like a heads up, or Andrew should have said something to Molly about, hey, you know, I did, you know, I helped, you know, I did help Issa with the, with the entertainment or whatever, something like that. Or Issa should have just said, hey, you know, I'm just letting you know, I talked to, I talked to Nathan to talk to Andrew about getting entertainment for my blog party. Boom. Yeah. But I feel I'm like, not telling you to get your permission or get your validation on it. I'm telling you because that's what I'm doing or that's what I did. Right. And it's I don't have to ask you to ask his friend. <laughs> right. Like if I could ask his friend to help you. Um, I think at the end of the day, all of this is gonna backfire on Molly because Molly doesn't have a good reason why one she wouldn't ask Andrew her damn self. She does she can't explain that to Andrew. And right. she definitely can't explain it to Issa. Okay, and then she can't explain why she has such a problem with Andrew asking the friend. I mean, Issa asking the friend to ask Andrew. She can't explain either way. Just the fact that I just don't like her right now, and that's not gonna fly. Yeah, it's not gonna fly. (sighs) We shall see on the next. We'll see what happens, y'all. Don't be calling people uh, boyfriends and girlfriends and shit. I say if it's like an emergency, you know. Okay, so I'm the type of person, I never want to be put in the middle of anybody's relationship, okay? Friends' relationship, sisters' relationships with their, you know, significant others. Don't call me, okay? It has nothing to do with me. I don't want to know, don't need to know. Matter of fact, you don't even need to really have my phone number unless it's like, you know, an emergency. You only use these phone numbers for emergencies. All right. I've had a few people call me about my sister. Like, oh, your sister won't talk to me. What the fuck is you calling me for? The fuck? Right. <laughs> like, I'm not. That has nothing to do with me. I don't care. I don't think I've ever had like a call from any of your significant others or any of my other friends. Maybe like once or twice when it was like, oh, like I called her a few times and her phone's dead. Like, y'all okay? And I know she was with you, so y'all okay? You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. maybe that type of situation. Like, yeah, we're all right. But as a, I mean, I guess if a guy calls me and be like, hey, can you do me a favor? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. But I, I feel like I would definitely have a conversation with my friends about it you gotta talk to the common denominator on anything yeah just so there's not any kind of confusion because they're gonna look at you and be like really but even with that like the whole Issa and molly situation didn't Issa know andrew first it doesn't matter i mean technically it kind of does it doesn't matter like it should have it the thing is is that we're friends. We talk to each little. It's like we talk to each other every day. You got to put me on game so I don't look like the elephant in the room. Yeah, not. I'm not talking about just putting on game situation, but let's just say, okay. So, mm, who's a good friend? 
Who's a good friend? Give me a name. Let's just say Tyrell. Okay. Not so, Tyrell. Because like this is a, I don't know anybody named Tyrell. So me either. So you and Tyrell are friends. Y'all met mm-hmm. first. Y'all friends. Y'all established some type of relationship before I met Tyrell. Okay. Mm-hmm. You introduced me to Tyrell. Okay. But mm-hmm. you and Tyrell already have an established some type of relationship because mm-hmm. you knew him first. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now I date Tyrell. I'm dating Tyrell. Mm-hmm. Tyrell is a Mercedes Benz dealer. I don't fuck. Okay. Know. Okay. You're in the market for Mercedes Benz. Okay. You reach out to Tyrell or text him like, hey, I'm in the market for a Mercedes Benz. Like, what do you think is like the best kind? I'm looking for this, this, that, and the other. Right? Uh-huh. To me, I don't think you should have to come to me like, oh, Lark, I'm going to ask Tyrell about his opinion. Like, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even come to you asking your approval. It's probably going to come up in a conversation like, oh, girl, I reached out to, uh, reached out to your but boo that, about a saying. car. That's after the fact. That's after the fact, not before you do it. This, I don't see you coming to me like, oh, Lark, I'm going to reach out to Tyrell and ask him about a car. Especially if y'all I already think, had an established relationship. Thing. I might because if I'm thinking about it, I might say it to you before because I'm thinking about it and you're my friend and it's a car. But and he's I'm like, your oh, girl, friend I think too. I'm gonna reach out to Tyrell, whatever, but I ask about a car. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like telling you like it's gonna come up. But it's like, oh, I think I'm gonna reach out to him about a car. Boom. I don't I'm not think asking you for his number because I already have it, right? Because we're friends. But that's what I'm saying. Y'all already friends. So I don't think it's a big deal for you to skip over me and have a conversation with him. And then when we see each other or talk to each other, you be like, "Oh yeah, I talked to Tyrell about a car." Like I wouldn't feel any type of way about that at all because y'all yeah. already established a relationship before I even came around. I don't think if you already have a relationship or friendship with this person, just because I talked to this person means that y'all are no longer friends because right. we're friends. That just to me that just that doesn't make any sense at all. Right. But yeah, well, let me know in passing like don't oh have yeah. Tyrell pull a Lawrence and create a <laughs> like a certain situation behind your back like Lawrence did with Issa. Listen, Lawrence is a special case. Okay? <laughs> like, uh, Tyrell, do I let Lark know that we had this conversation? First of no. all, with that shit, like, don't even, don't fucking even, because you, you should have skipped over me. Yeah, we're, that's different because we were in a relationship. Nah, that's a whole different scenario if you and Tyrell dated. A long time ago, and then me and Tyrell date, and then y'all have a conversation without right. me knowing that y'all have a That's different, because y'all dated. But if y'all just friends, right. and I know it's just like on a friend, like, oh, I'm just asking your opinion on something, right. that's fine, cool. But if y'all dated before, nah, don't be mean with nobody behind my motherfucking back. <laughs> Especially <laughs> what you already dated. So don't meet with somebody you already dated behind my back. Nah. Right. We good. That's a hell no for me. So Lawrence oh, is a special man. case. I don't know. But we'll see how. I'm looking forward to the next episode. I know that much. With that, I feel like it it comes down to like maybe like trust issues with like your friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like I have any friends. And, you know, our, the friends list is very. Somebody's shooting. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the friends list is very small. Okay. Uh-huh. We have a small group of people that you actually call your friends. All right. right. I used to have a small group of people or a, more of a larger group of people that I call associates. I grew up in a uh-huh. household where we would come home from school, like elementary school, middle school, stuff like that. And I'd be like, oh, my friend. And mom, like, you ain't got no friends. You got associates. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> my mama used to, she would tell my nieces and my nephew that right now, like, you don't have no friends. You have associates. Like, you don't have friends until later on when you really can see who's really there for you and who's not there for you. Okay. Right. Something y'all need to instill in y'all kids. Everybody ain't your motherfucking friend. People be around you just trying to see what the fuck you got, what you're doing, how you getting there. Okay. Right. So I would say friends. I don't think I would have an issue with any of my friends communicating with the person that I'm dating. One, because I know my friends and my friends have been my friends for a long time. Right. And I know that they wouldn't do anything to one hurt me, compromise uh-huh. the situation. Me and none of my friends have the same like guy types in alike anyway. Uh, so uh-huh. I, I wouldn't see an issue with that. My friend, my guy, if I'm calling this person, my boyfriend, I better know him well enough to know that he wouldn't try no shit with my friends. You know what I'm right. saying? And a lot of the times people look at their friends like, oh, it was my friend's responsibility not to betray me. But it was like, no, this nigga has something to do with it as well. So let's not right. do that. <laughs> let's, let's not do that. But I don't think I have any trust issues with like my friends. Do you feel like you would have like an issue with your friends like communicating with like a boyfriend? And I'm not saying like on a regular basis or anything like that. I'm just saying like a typical, like we hang out, like we all go out and hang out like, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Be like, oh, you know, how you doing? You been doing okay? Yeah, Locke told me such, right. such, whatever. You know, like very shooting the shit type of things. Like, oh, how's your mom doing? Your mom doing okay? I heard that she was sick. You know, shit like that. Not like, you know. I mean, I think the older we get as adults, though, we, and I guess it just comes from different people, like in relationships and stuff, like, like, I know with my mom and my dad, like, when my dad was around, uh, was alive and stuff, like, he wouldn't have, like, his friends hang around, like, being around my mom. Mm-hmm. Not because he didn't trust him, just because it's like, you don't need to be around my wife, you know? That's kind of the mentality as adults, and I feel like women are like that, too, vice versa. Like, not that, oh, you can't ever be around my husband and stuff like that, but it's just kind of like, okay, like your mom said, you can't have everybody in your business. Right, but I mean, if you're you know talking about I mean? true friends, and I'm not saying we go to each other and hang out at each other's house or something like that, but if we all go out to a social event, I don't have a problem with somebody talking to my husband or talking to my significant other. Like, I don't have a problem with you going up to this person like, oh, hey, how you doing? You doing all right? right. Like, I don't have a problem with that. Now, I'm not saying you hanging out at my motherfucking house all the time. I still wouldn't have a problem with you being at my house, it's just that as adults, that's not something that we do all the time. Like we're gonna hang out at each other's house all the time, like we would do when we right. were in college. It's different, right? But if you came by, come to pick up a purse, and I wasn't there. Like I would be okay with my husband letting you in the motherfucking house to get the purse. Like it's okay, right. it's cool. I know right. she's coming. She ain't just fucking show up. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? So I don't know. How you feel about that? 
like Nina told me it was a black dress in the left closet to the right. All right. <laughs> I mean, I can right. go get it. You want me to break it down? Do you want to go get it? Like, whatever. Right. Like, it's not. To me, I think sometimes we, it could be like an insecurity thing. It could be, but I think you just have to know, like, like you said, you have friends and you have associates. Like, you have people that you hang out with. Like, you probably have people that you hang out with, but you like, oh, but that motherfucker ain't ever coming to my house. Oh, you know, I don't do those things. I don't have those right. friends. <laughs> you have but I, those but friends. But I'm saying, but they're, they might be associates. Those are the people that you might see once or twice a year. Yeah. Like those might be people that you might see out and about. Y'all have a drink or two or whatever, whatever. And then you like, okay, bye. But you like, okay, yeah, no, they can't be in my house. They don't know how to act or yeah. whatever. I don't know them like that. Like, I don't know you like right. that. Like, we, we cool. And as adults, you will meet people like that. That might be people you work with or, pe- you know, whatever. Y'all are just, y'all are cool at a distance to a certain extent. Right. And even for me, like, I don't even think that's like, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't even call them associates. I feel like those are people that's like, okay, we we cool. Like, I don't have an issue with you, but I don't, no, you know, don't know you. No, you don't have an issue. It's just that it's like, we're cool on certain levels. Yeah. All the boxes don't check for me, though. Yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> And good. that's okay. And that's that's okay, though. Yeah, Not everybody is meant to be, like, in your inner circle. Right. Like, you can prioritize people in your life. Like, that's the thing. Some people don't know how to place people in their life because they're like, oh, well, they're my friend. I'm like, no. They're not. They are an associate and you hang out with them on this and this occasion or if you're here or whatever. It doesn't mean that everybody's meant to come in your house. Yeah. but And it's okay to not welcome everybody. It's your house. Yeah. I, maybe a long time ago, I learned that I didn't like having associates. And uh-huh. yeah, I feel like associates are something that yeah, will kind of occur from time to time. Like you say, you might work with people that are like, y'all cool, you ain't got no problem with this. So if you see them in the street, you know, what's up? Like, I'll speak, I ain't got no issue. But right. like, at one point, I feel like I had like associates and I had friends. And you know, as my uh-huh. friend, I like for all of my friends to be able to be friends. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we all go out somewhere. I need, I like for everybody to be able to conversate with each other, communicate with each other. And we all be right. on the same accord. But I think a long time ago, I had an issue where I had like some friends, like my friends. And then I had like maybe like an associate two in the group. And then we would get ready to talk about something. I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> like no right. talking about that because everybody is not on the same level here sitting at this table you know what I'm saying like we have people that know no and then we have people that don't know shit about shit and those are the people right. that I don't want sitting at the table with my friends because when I get ready to have those type of serious ass conversations I need everybody to be on one motherfucking accord you know Right. so I kind of stopped doing that a long time ago and I want to say that was probably like high school middle school no high school college ish i was like mm-hmm. yeah i don't like that associate thing because you know as friends when y'all get together y'all want to be able to talk about everything you know like right. i don't want to have to pick and choose the things that i'm comfortable with this other person knowing because i'm not cool with that other person you know well that's why with associates your associates and then like your actual friends they don't really mingle together right but I mean, they like, did at one point for me, they did. And then I was like, yeah, no. Yeah. No. Like sometimes it's okay to just hang out with your associate alone or whatever. 
Yeah. And then it's okay to hang out with your actual friends, like your friends, people you're more comfortable with separately. It's okay to separate the two. Everybody doesn't have to be kumbaya. Yeah. But then I got to the point where I was like, well, what the fuck do I need to associate for? <laughs> like, right. Right. Exactly. What do you need it for? But at the same time, they're an associate. So you really don't think about it much like that. Yeah. So, oh, something to think about for yeah. you guys that have different levels of and to me you know different levels of friendships are also different from associates so right kind of take those things in, into consideration but yeah fuck it whatever think about it keep your right. mans keep your friends figure your shit out do you have a Nina's corner um no I think I talked enough Nina ready to go to sleep now we are recording pretty late today um, a moment with Lark. Uh, yo, people are dying. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It, people are dying. Cases are still existing. But not even just that, like just people, you know, in the celebrity world, that's kind of like, I feel like every day it's some, somebody. Every day it's like another celebrity. Yeah, it's, it's just really, and we don't know why it's occurring or, you know, we don't know if it has something to do with the coronavirus or not. We just, it's just, things are just happening. I actually lost a great aunt yesterday on Mother's Day, my grandmother's sister. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just like a lot of stuff that's happening um, right now in this world. And people are going to sleep and not waking up. So yeah. with that, I would say, you know, cherish your relationships that you do have with people that mean something mm-hmm. to you. Um, if somebody call you or have been calling and reaching out to you and you're so busy that you haven't reached back to them, I need you to do that. Like, I need you to, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, cause you, you just don't know. And you never want to be like, damn, that person called me last week and I didn't get a chance to talk to him because I was doing this and doing like I was so busy you know like just make time for the people that you love and the people that you care about to have those conversations because you never know when it would be your last conversation and that is something that will probably um haunt you for a really Mm. really long time so yeah that's what I would say um well said yeah and with that oh you guys don't forget we are still we are still trying to do our love on FaceTime, you know, situation. And we need some more people to fucking sign up. So we get this. <laughs> we, you know what I'm saying? I know we ain't quarantine no more. Half y'all out here in these streets doing shit. You ain't got no business fuck doing. But right. whatever. Um, we're still trying to get this thing going. So make sure you guys email us if you're interested at signalloop at gmail.com. Um, yeah, and that's it. So this is episode 92. Yep. Of single loop and we are out. We out. Like a light. Just because the episode is over doesn't mean you're out the loop. Make sure you send your listener letters to singleloop at gmail.com or DM us at single in the loop.